Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. I am a liberal Democrat, and that is usually how I vote. I have voted Republican. I have voted Independent. And when I look at the left right now, there's Hillary Clinton, or former Secretary of State, former First Lady, former Senator, and current Senator Bernie Sanders. But when you look over on the right, and I do look over because I don't just vote because somebody's a Democrat. I want to know more about them. But definitely Bernie and Hillary have more of what I like and what I believe in. We share not just a lot of the same values, but the same ideology. But you have to look over on the right and at the growing number. uh, Lindsey Graham's supposed to announce next week. um, uh, So literally growing number of GOP contenders possibly uh, for the presidency. You have to look at them, and I know for some, and myself, I'm guilty of this sometimes, you just look and you see a bunch of Republicans. And within those Republicans, some are more conservative than others, but they all kind of march to the beat of the same drum, don't they? So where are areas that they differ? Well, we found one. And that area is bulk domestic surveillance right now because of an expiration date coming we are getting a glimpse of who's who and how they think especially on the right and how on this issue at least they can differ from each other now let me tell you what i'm talking about and let me tell you where i stand even though i am not running because i want to be clear i like you Many of you listening to me was and am not a fan of the Patriot Act. I get tired of lack of prevention, whether it be with terrorism, homeland security, or anything else that we have done in our country. And the knee-jerk reaction we often have, based largely in part with fear as a motivator to invade sovereign nations, to bomb first, then give sandwiches, ask questions later, and to draft legislation because you believe the boogeyman's going to come again tomorrow or living around every corner because the boogeyman has struck once. And that's what really happened with the Patriot Act after 9-11. But in this Patriot Act, one of the most controversial provisions of the Patriot Act, one that made a guy named Edward Snowden, a name that we all know, is the one that authorized the bulk collection of telephone data from American citizens, perhaps illegally, and that provision, that most controversial provision, is set to expire at the end of this month. 
Now, Republicans in the Senate and the House are divided. And they're divided on how to proceed with the reauthorization of this sweeping legislation. Before I break down who stands where on the right, I want to share with you where I stand. I honestly don't feel that collecting telephone data en masse from American citizens is the most controversial provision of the United States Patriot Act. And especially when companies like Verizon, AT&T, etc., have all this information, which with a simple subpoena can be obtained. I don't want our government obtaining information on any of us for any reason illegally. And perhaps is the key word with regard to the legality of this specific controversial provision of the USA Patriot Act. But when you can obtain this stuff from AT&T and Verizon, are we really that ignorant and naive to think our government wouldn't do and have the same technology that telecommunications corporations have? They stockpile tons and tons and tons and tons of data. Part of the problem with that is this data, although they say it has, we don't have specifics on how this has prevented or specifically thwarted any terrorist attacks or threats of attacks on Americans abroad or Americans here and, you know, in the United States on American soil. So to me, it's almost senseless, extremely expensive perhaps illegal and not specifically targeted enough. I, no more than any other American, want my civil liberties trampled on or my privacy. But I also don't want to watch towers come down and more than 3,000 dead again as we saw on 9-11. So where does freedom end And safety begin. And I think that's a question that we had, or maybe we should have asked before this legislation was even drafted, including this controversial provision. Now, there are some that would say, certainly to the right of me, by any means necessary. And there are some on the left that say, there is never a means that is necessary. And you might say, I'm not straddling a fence here, and I'm not trying to play both sides. But I'm being very, very honest. I really don't have a problem with the government compiling my phone records because Verizon and AT&T, MCI, already have. A. B. I got nothing to hide. And C. They don't have the money and certainly the manpower to disseminate all that information, which comes down to waste. So with the expiration of this package at the end of the month. Where do I stand? You gotta separate. You gotta separate these babies because this one provision, so controversial to some and so convoluted to others, is not clear. And whether or not you agree with the rest of the Patriot Act is certainly more clear. There's more clarity to that than to the authorization through this U.S. Patriot Act, because one of the provisions and part of the Patriot Act 
that authorizes this bulk collection of telephone data from you and me and every other American citizen out there who's got a phone, home, cell, or otherwise. Now, I mentioned the Senate and the House are divided on how they're going to proceed with the sweeping legislation's reauthorization. Right now, some people say this puts the GOP leaders on a collision path. And I say, are you kidding me? Most of the supporters, uh, most, most, and I say most, because there are some civil libertarians that support, I don't know why Ted Cruz is so uh, so uh, conservative evangelically, uh, but definitely more of a Rand Paul who sometimes will stand on the civil libertarian, or some people would call the Tea Party wing of uh, the GOP. And, you know, I think that for the most part, conservative Republicans, you know, look at this Patriot Act and, and, and Patriot Act and salivate. You know, they think the more Mohammeds and Abdul's phone records that can be retrieved, the better. And quite frankly, I think they'd want to go a step further and have our conversations listened to, which quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's happening. And they, those on the right, obviously, consider Edward Snowden a hero more than they, a traitor, excuse me, uh, more than they do a hero, uh, as so many on the left would. So the future of the law, some would say, is in limbo. And for some, that's a very good thing. But for others, that's a bad thing. I think some people just feel like a safety net that the USA Patriot Act keeps them safer at night. And I really don't believe it has. But once again, we see a split along ideological lines. And it's kind of weird because we see a split within the ideology of the presidential candidates who plan to run for the 2016 presidency on the right. Where do they stand on this position of national security? Okay? Right now, when you have so many people on the right, it's extremely complicated when it comes to fight over policy, especially policy within policy or provision within policy and within legislation as we have here. But this is a presidential campaign and politics are politics, okay? Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, right, leader of the Senate, he supports the domestic surveillance program. And what he wants and what he's pushing for is a clean extension of this law. Now, remember, when it expires at the end of the month, if we push this through... You can extend it for a period of time. He is suggesting five years. Now, this puts him in complete opposition to a fellow Kentuckian, and that's Republican Senator Rand Paul. McConnell has actually even put himself on an opposing track to House Republicans. House Republicans already approve legislation that reforms the program instead of extending it carte blanche. Look, I don't want this program at all, you know, any of it, but... They're going to extend some of it, and I say reform what we have and definitely separate this provision from the rest of the act. And uh, by the way, if you think about it, Senator McConnell is proceeding with a bill that he knows can't pass the other chamber, okay? Um, So what are we looking at? Re-upping the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, court provisions of the Patriot Act, This could actually be one of the last major battles in Washington, at least until the fall. And then Congress is going to have to look at how do you fund the government and how do you possibly extend borrowing capacity by raising the government's debt ceiling? 
So there's a mess on hand for all candidates, but especially for those on the right, especially for Republicans. Their divisions don't really you know, reflect a great difference. But on this issue, this will reflect a difference. And because we are dealing with provisions, specifically foreign intelligence, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, as we know it, okay? This provision of the Patriot Act, I mean, this will be a cornerstone for many of them to pitch to their voters. Why? Because they can position themselves and their strength on national security, okay? Um, There is a rift among GOP primary voters, because a lot of those on the right are losing confidence in this program. Why? Specifically this provision. They have an issue with the bulk surveillance programs. And by the way, GOPers are getting more dissatisfied at a faster rate than Democrats because most of us were already there. Right? So let's take a look briefly. Where? How much time do I have, guys? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, briefly – Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, his position on the Patriot Act, he strongly opposes it. Now, he has been one of the few outspoken opponents of bulk surveillance, and that's since 2011. One area he hasn't flip-flapped, and he's been consistent. When he campaigned in New Hampshire earlier this month, he pointed out that he is the only candidate in either party who has promised to end the surveillance program on, quote, day one of his potential administration. I guess sort of like closing Guantanamo. But anyway, I digress. Um, But he has campaigned aggressively and repeatedly on this uh, issue, the controversial Patriot Act provision in question, Section 215. You can check it out on his Twitter page. He has been consistent on this. He greatly opposes it. Now, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, where do you think he stands? He opposes an unchanged extension of current law. In other words, he agrees with Mitch McConnell. But he does support an alternative USA Freedom Act. Okay, so he actually, not like Mitch McConnell, he doesn't want a complete clean extension of the USA Patriot Act. Um, He, much like Rand Paul, but they have strayed, in a sense, from establishment positions on justice issues. Okay, Cruz, unlike Paul, supports the alternative to the clean extension bill, the USA Freedom Act. And the House is set to vote on that this week. The legislation would end the NSA's bulk phone data collection program as it's currently implemented. But it could leave the door open for bulk collection data of data from other technologies as they evolve. In other words, not as creepy, but leaves the door open to future creepy. Speaking of creepy, Florida Senator Marco Rubio, his position on the Patriot Act, he supports it 100%. Jeb Bush, he supports it um, 100%. He actually has applauded the Obama administration's continuation of the program, obviously, because it started under his bro. Hey there, I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Maybe I made this too confusing for you, okay? The Patriot Act is set to expire in about two weeks. Do you want the Patriot Act to expire, or do you want it to be extended for a year, two, three, four, five? (coughs) I believe five is what's up on the table. And if you want the Patriot Act, do you want it in its entirety, or do you want the portion, the provision... That allows for bulk telephone records of yours and mine to be obtained and held by the federal government without any warrants, 
I'm talking about the, the phone records. Or do you say, Leslie, the Patriot Act, we need to keep that going, but we need to get rid of this portion, this provision. We need to reform the process by which the government petitions the secret FISA court to obtain warrants to collect that data. Or do you want what some, like Hillary Clinton and Ted Cruz, and to say those names in the same sentence want, which is an alternative called the USA Freedom Act, which the House is set to approve. So what do you want? Patriot Act gone? Patriot Act as it is, go forward? Patriot Act, go forward, but not the gathering of mass telephone records or Patriot Act, go forward, but let's take the alternative, the USA Freedom Act, which the House is set to approve. Bottom line, your take, your tax dollars, and if you don't care how they're spent, well, give them to me. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join us. Uh, let's start it out with uh, Manuel in Massachusetts, Online 5. Manuel, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hey, good afternoon, Leslie. Hey, Manuel. Where do you stand on this? Get rid of it. Absolutely get rid of it. Um, my, my question is, when Clinton was in office, he didn't have it, and uh, I think he did a pretty good job against terrorists because he actually went after the terrorists, and it wasn't always on the front page news. And I feel every time it's in the front page news, it kind of gives them a platform. You know, the more we speak about them, that's what they want. It's for them to speak about them and what they're doing and what the viewpoints and what they care about. So I say we just go ahead and, and get rid of it. We don't need it. Clinton didn't use it because he didn't have it. He did just fine without it. And second of all, even if we did have it, it would have stopped 9-11. I mean, 9-11 happened, and we knew the president knew what was going to happen because he got the memo saying that it was was pretty much going to happen. He just didn't really react to it. He just let it be. So I I don't think this is that Patriot Act is stopping anything. And number three, there's something that was passed by the Republicans. I don't really have a bone to pick with the Republicans on everything. But anytime they pass something that has a weird name to it, you better be careful, like the, the uh, Defense of Marriage Act. That wasn't the Defense of Marriage Act. It was an act to stop people from getting married, uh, certain, a certain uh, niche of people from getting married, you know. So get rid of it. We don't need it. We're just fine without it before. Okay, so get rid of the whole enchilada there. I appreciate the it. I'm not giving up my freedom. I got nothing to hide. You know, you got nothing to hide. But I think we should give up our freedom just because we have nothing to hide. No, and if you feel we have something to hide, get a warrant. I hear you. Uh, Manuel, uh, thank you. Anything else, dear? That's it. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, From my home state of Mass. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx, line one. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. I'm with the last caller. Get rid of the whole doggone thing. Because... I've seen too many double standards going on here, and a lot of it is from the right side. They put together this Patriot Act, which I call a bogus Patriot Act, just to pry into people's um, cell phone records, pry into people's privacy. I even jokingly um, stated that, what the hell is next? 
them prying into your intimate times with your loved ones. I mean, this was really going far beyond the trail, and every time you mention some kind of criticism or question, they always come up with the bogus thing of, we have a terror threat coming up, and institute this fear-mongering to distract people. And then now, since we have reports after reports of this Republican committing this kind of unethical act or unlawful act, all of a sudden, what's the phrase you're hearing? We want less government. We want less intrusion. To me, it's they just want less accountability whatsoever. So the thing is, is that they want to intrude on us liberals, but when the shoe's on the other foot, all of a sudden it's a private matter, hands off. Get the heck out of here with that nonsense, Republicans. I wasn't born yesterday, so please don't blow smoke up my you-know-what. Please. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm you so know, mad. I'm well, sorry. You know, I'm one, one, so of, mad. one of the problems that I, I have with this act is that um, – the things I don't like about it, I don't want, and and the things that I understand are necessary. I feel we already have in place. Follow me for a sec, okay? A, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't don't you know we we know it was signed into law October twenty six two thousand one by President George W. Bush. However, many people don't realize that the USA Patriot Act actually stands for a ten letter. Uh, backronym. It's called Uniting and Strengthening America by Providing Appropriate Tools Required to Intercept and Obstruct Terrorism Act of 2001. All sounds good, right? But let's go further. Now, uh, in 2011 in May, President Obama signed the Sunset Extension Act of 2011. This was a four-year extension of three of the key provisions in the Patriot Act. One was the roving wiretaps, which most of us have a problem with. Uh, two was searches of business records, which is the library records provision. And then three, I don't really have a problem of conducting surveillance of, quote, lone wolves. These are individuals suspected of terrorist-related activities, but not linked to terrorist groups. I don't understand why they had to have not linked to terrorist groups. Uh, terrorist-related. Ter- I, I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're tweeting about ISIS, but you're not training with ISIS, you know, does that make you a lone wolf? But we we really already have that in place. I mean, if seriously, if somebody threatens an act, or especially nowadays to be involved in terrorist, with terrorist, Homeland Security, FBI, CIA, local and federal law enforcement authorities can definitely swoop you up and question you. But here's the problem, Leslie, and I understand what you're saying about terrorism, and then what they want to keep focusing on is foreign terrorism. But then let's take a look at, if I can call it, the domestic terrorism. Anybody remember Sandy Hook? Look what happened with some of these other school massacres and always some nuthead going around with the guns. We just had two police officers, five police officers here in New York City, ambushed by a nuthead with a gun. And every time something like that happens, the NRA keeps saying, more guns, more guns, more guns. You know, why doesn't people take a look at that in in the ongoing if I could say police brutality going on as well, we got domestic violence going on here, not just necessarily a man beating up on a woman. But the, the thing is, is that everything that they want to claim that, well, we got to fight against terrorism, in essence, they're creating terrorism right here on our own home turf. 
Why don't we take care of what's on our home turf first before we start worrying about trying to go overseas and then want to set people Well, one, one of the problems, I think, is that we've lost sight of what terrorism is. Timothy McVeigh was a terrorist, and he was not a Thank Muslim you. and a jihadist. And I think any time there's a Muslim, we call it a terrorist act. And any time, and I, I think Newtown is an example of a terrorist activity. Um, although some people don't, Thank you know, you. like that, and they want the, you know, that it has to be something against a government. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not in agreement with that. Uh, Michael, thank you for your passion and for your comments as always. Uh, let's uh, go to Iowa on line three with Ed. Hey, Ed, good afternoon. Thank you for uh, joining us. Um, talk to me about Edward uh, Snowden. I had mentioned him in my open. Some people think he's a traitor. Some people think that he is a hero. What do you think about this guy and where do you stand uh, regarding the Patriot Act and its expiration coming about? Well, I, I wouldn't go as far as say a hero. I would I would probably call him a patriot, uh, simply because he uh, is not willing to trade his freedom and, and liberty for security, and that's what the whole point of the, the Patriot Act is, is uh, to provide security. And I, ironically, a lot of people feel it's a tyrannical act in order to provide security, so obviously... It, it, in a sense, is guilty of what we want to use it to uh, avoid. Not we don't just want terrorists. But, you know, we want, obviously, um, anybody who's going to uh, threaten our way of life, which would not necessarily just be jihad. Sure, that's perfectly true. Uh, and I, I don't blame people for feeling that way. Uh, there's two kinds of people, in my opinion. There's two kinds of people that really... Uh, uh, oppose the Patriot Act. One is our our constitutionalists, people who believe in freedom and liberty over security, and people who have something to hide. Um, myself, I'm one of the pre- people that, that like freedom and liberty. Uh, and I'm referring to terrorists. Uh, it's used to, and it's been, uh, had a little overreach, I guess you could say, by uh Domestic uh, crimes, drug dealings, uh, things like that. It's been used for that. So that's what I, that's what I mean by when I say people have got something to hide. Uh, and quite frankly, let's be honest, the people who have something to hide often know how to hide it. And sure. I say that because you're not going to find a trace of anything in those records for those people. Uh, well, that's not always true. I mean, not always, but I mean, there. But there, as as ISIS is a much more sophisticated and intelligent operation uh, than uh, than Al Qaeda was. Even as sophisticated as they are, they still still do get uh, discovered through the Patriot Act, through wiretapping, through surveillance of electronic surveillance of many kinds. But they're not foolproof. They are good. But, uh, okay, so some, somebody might say, if you feel Edward Snowden's a patriot and, and you're not a fan of the Patriot Act, you're, you, you yourself are, are saying and readily admitting that it's been used for good and you gave ISIS as, uh, you know, in intercepting some of, uh, you know, uh, their um, geographical locations or their strategies or their members or their members' locations, uh, that it has been used for that. And I said right from the beginning that I can understand why people feel that the, the need or or the, the Patriot Act is, is a good thing. I don't think it's necessarily completely bad. No. But w- 
it's being abused. I, I believe it's being abused. Okay, give me uh, give me an example. Of, give, give me two quick things. One, okay, sure. where, where, give me an example of how it is it, it, it is good, and two, where you think the abuse is. Well, I can't think. I, I've never heard of anyway. I guess there's been three cases of terrorism that have been foiled through the Patriot Act. Uh, it was reported there were 53 by the uh, the uh, by a government organization. I can't remember who said it or, or what organization they were with. But uh, there were started out with 53 foiled terrorist acts. And now it's down to three, and I don't know what the three specifically are, but uh, that's where it was a good thing. All right, it caught three. Three is is a good thing. I mean, better than none. But uh, where it's not being used in the appropriate way would be to spy on, just to gather data on anybody and everybody. You know, it's interesting, and and you had said three. In 2012, um, there were 50 alleged, supposedly, terrorist plots foiled. That's what was first reported, yeah. Right, right. That's been cut down to three. Um, But I I don't like the way that uh, they have developed the mobile uh, cell tower. Uh, I don't like the way they use your phone as uh, as a microphone. At whenever they feel or choose. Now, to. now let me ask you: Do you have a, do you do you have a, but do you have a problem with like AT and T, Verizon, like private corporations do? It? Is it the government doing this that bothers you versus a private corporation? I don't like anybody doing it. I don't. I have never given anybody permission to have access to my phone records or any of my conversations. But yet it's being done. It may not be used until I do something wrong, or I'm suspected of doing something wrong. But I just don't like the idea of the data being gathered and stored and and, and available. It, it, like there should be a warrant, a specific warrant for a specific person doing a specific thing before anybody is allowed to listen in on anybody's phone calls. It ought to be probable cause, and it ought to be done through through the court systems, as as stated in the Constitution, the Fifth Amendment. All right. Thank you. I appreciate the call. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more of your calls, share some of your tweets. Well, this all started a couple of years ago when Senators Wyden and Udall drafted a letter to then-Attorney General Eric Holder criticizing the top-secret intelligence operation, saying it stretched the powers granted by the Patriot Act to alarming lengths. Um, And obviously, uh, these two men, as you know, are Democrats. Now, let's jump ahead to this year, into this month. The beginning of this month, there was broad bipartisan support that emerged to sharply limit government's ability to conduct surveillance of citizens under the Patriot Act. And the House Judiciary Committee overwhelmingly approved a bill that would curtail phone and Internet sweeps, and those were exposed by Edward J. Snowden. Um, The fresh uh, resolve followed more than a decade of debate over this act, and it also reflected a desire to strike a better balance between national security and civil liberties. Um, Within a week, a letter from uh, Congressman Robert Goodlatte, John Conyers, and uh, Sensenbrenner and Nadler, 
who responded to an editorial criticizing legislation that would modify the Patriot Act. And a day later, editorial applauds a ruling by a three-judge federal appeals panel. That panel determined the National Security Agency's collection, NSA's collection of Americans' phone records, is illegal. It holds the decision in just time as Congress was debating over reauthorization, and still are, uh, the section of the Patriot Act that allows the government to sweep records of those suspected of involvement in terrorist acts. And on that same day, the U.S. State Court, uh, uh, the uh, U.S. Court of Appeals ruled the NSA program that is systematically collecting Americans' bulk phone records is illegal. Those three judges said the Patriot Act does not cover domestic calling records, just international calls. The provision is set to expire, as you know, June 1st. And, um, you know, we have a lot of tension in Congress over this. A day after a federal appeals court uh, and that decision that the NSA's bulk collection of phone records is illegal, then complicated that bipartisan effort in Congress to overhaul the program. And as of now, as of late, as of May 14th, the House of Representatives approved by 338 to 88 a bill to halt the NSA's collection of the data related to our phone records under the Patriot Act. And uh, that places the pressure on the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, who disagrees with them and knows he can't pass what he wants, uh, you know, in the Senate uh, and it won't pass in the House. Uh, By the way, the Senate is also divided on the issue. um, And that deadline, once again, is June 1st. Uh, Let's uh, take another call and we go to Reggie in Georgia. Reggie, good afternoon. How you doing, Leslie? I'm fine. Uh, Happy Tuesday. Um, I I agree with your first call that we uh, we should abolish the whole entire thing. And, yes, I also agree with warranted, I repeat, warranted wiretapping. You have to have a warrant, just like you do with anything else. Just like they have to have a warrant to search your house and everything else, right, or your car, right? I agree with warranted, I repeat, warranted wiretapping, and we should abolish the uh, Patriot Act. Because look at all all that it's done over the years. I know the Republicans loved it when you know who enacted the Patriot Act after 9-11 because, you know, because they were kiss, they were kissing his ass and all of that, but and it was going after shall we say liberals and libertarians. But when it when it backfired on them, now they want to cry foul and chicken. You know what I'm saying? They want to cry foul and chicken. Wow. And they hate it. You know, it's one thing to attack. You know, it's one thing to go after other people and having expect having to expect other people to be accountable for their actions. But when it comes right back to you. You know what I'm saying? Then you cry foul and start crying foul and chicken. You know what I mean, Leslie. I, I do. I, I do. I do, Reggie, and I appreciate your comment, and I thank you for your call. Um, as to how much has been uh, thwarted terrorism-wise, of course, there was the claim that it was 54 times, and then an excellent cross-examination by uh, Senator Patrick Leahy, the Democrat from the great state of Vermont, um, who said, quote, would you agree that the 54 cases that keep getting cited by the administration were not all plots? And of the 54, only 13 had some nexus to the U.S. And that was at the hearing uh, regarding the NSA. He said, would you agree with that? Yes or no. And at the time, Alexander responded, yes. So 13 had nexus to the United and that's States. Senator Lamar Alexander. Yes, yeah, Senator Lamar Alexander. Thank you. And, um, Thirteen of them had a nexus to the United States, but you know what? This still remains classified, so we still don't know. I'm Leslie Marshall, back tomorrow on Hunt Day. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead... Grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. 
keep the unicorns alive. Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.